Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. All right, guys. It's the Believe in Iowa State podcast with your host, Eric Hessing. Here we have Marchie Murdoch and Kevin. How are you guys doing? Doing all right, doing all right. Doing all right. Doing all right. It's finally game week, guys. You're damned right. It's been a long long time coming. I mean, we we do these shows. We do these shows about every week, and we just talk about theoretical rhetorical games that might be happening in the future. And now we're actually talking about a game that's happening this week. And the next time we talk, we've are we're gonna have a game behind us and we're gonna kind of know something a little bit about this team. So I guess Marchie, how are you watching this game? I know that I'll be sitting next to Kevin. How how are you watching this game? I'll be watching the game probably at the house. Okay. Okay. Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be one of those games that's on ESPN plus. So, well, to get into it, I kind of want to start out talking about the depth chart and see if you guys had any takeaways. One one of my big takeaways was we have so many true freshmen that are on this depth chart and also redshirt freshmen, a lot of young guys. That was one of my big takeaways. We have guys that are starting like Bo Freeler, Miles Purchase, and then other guys that are kind of in a backup spot, like uh, basically all of the running backs. Um, we have Will McLaughlin uh, backing up Orion Vance, Dom Orange backing up Isaiah Lee. We have a ton of, ton of young guys. I think it's something really good to see. And yeah, I think you guys would agree with me on that, but something else that probably Marchie really I, I kind of want to get your take on this. We have three – the three starters are all under six foot three, which is kind of different than what Matt Campbell usually likes to do um, it, within the recent recent history. Um, we have Xavier Hutchinson, Jalen Knoll, and Dimitri Stanley, the newcomer, the, the Colorado transfer, who's kind of a burner. I guess – Marchie, do you think that there's any, like – that maybe we've learned from last year kind of that we haven't really gotten separation. So we're looking for speedy guys or, or is it just, these are the three guys that won the job. Uh, yeah. I mean, you know, it, I mean, size is great. Um, but I mean, you know, Xavier has been doing his job. He's six, three. Uh, it's, it's really all about separation and, and, and making plays um, after the catch. So um, mm-hmm. if those guys can do that, then I think, you know, I'm definitely with it. I think I don't think it's like a huge difference, you know. I mean, now we're just attacking with more speed. It may, you know, be a good thing where we're getting more plays with run after the catch and we're getting more uh, plays down the football field or stretching the field. So I think it's all right, you know, 
uh, I mean, height is great. You need height here and there, but I think we've got mm-hmm. enough height. Guys, six three, six two, and then Noah's well at five eleven. I mean, usually yeah, slot yeah. guys are around that size anyway. So, you know, I think it's a good thing. I, I think you know, with these, with Dimitri Stanley showing that, you know, he, he took he took the job over on the opposite side. Uh, we just now we just need you know a couple more. We need uh, about two, three receivers to at least step up and show that and give uh, Hunter mm-hmm. Nichols confidence. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm 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 really excited for the season. Not only because I think that we're going to be a good team, but we've been hearing about some of these guys like Jirel and Hunter and Easton Dean and a bunch of these other guys who were the understudies for a couple of years because they were playing behind guys who were starting for, I mean, some of them started for four years. Some of them started for three years. That's something that I'm really excited about is to see the, the Easton Deans where we heard a couple years ago, like, Oh, this is the best tight end who's ever come here for Matt Campbell. And everybody keeps talking about that over and over again on a loop. But it's like now we actually can like see, okay, was he telling the truth? Is he gonna be the best tight end? That's something that I'm really excited to see is how how these guys come out and play on Saturday. He's got some shoes to fill, I know that much. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I guess. Kevin, one one point that we I wanted to talk about with you, and we kind of hashed out last night. Mm-hmm. What do you want to see from the punter? Oh, <laughs> consistency. What, I mean, on Saturday because consistency. It, it random pet peeve, but it drives me nuts. It is that inconsistent, sloppy punting that that we've been seeing over the years and. Even if he doesn't have a cannon of a leg, whichever one of the punters ends up playing, mm-hmm. just so long as the guys that are gunning downfield have an idea of where they should be in position, mm-hmm. you can't you can't be bombing at fifty yards and then shaking off the side of your foot the very next time. I mean, not, that's, that's not, not at this level. Not at this level. We're trying that, to play winning football. Yeah. That's how you win in the margins. I mean, we hear it all the time from the press conferences. I know that it – like, I'm not saying that Matt Campbell just doesn't pay attention. I know it bugs the shit out of him when we – when it just shanks off the kid's foot. I know that he doesn't want to blow up at the kid. I don't really know if that's his style to do that at in a game. You Maybe you can tell me differently, Margie. I, I really haven't seen him ever scree- scream at a kid or get in somebody's ear – but I know he's just standing there going, what the hell just happened? This is not winning in the margins. So I, 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 I'm with you on Saturday. I need to, I, if we, if we do punt, I just hope, I just want to see some consistency, some soundness in the punt team. I know the team that we're playing. I know that, this is a this is a test run and we probably have better backups playing against our team than this other team but it's it's a live rep and that's 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 what i want to see is game firmly in control so the pressure beyond just being out amongst the crowd and making your debut Mm -hmm. there there should not be any pressure on these guys uh whether whether it's the kickers or the punters 
shouldn't be any pressure on these guys. Just give them reps. I don't care if we punt just for the sake of punting, even if we didn't need to. Mm-hmm. And that, and so, yeah, I want to spend the on third down. I want to spend the whole second half seeing the reserves playing. And I want to see these special teams units going through their motions too, before we move on to Iowa city. I mean, yeah, you said it when we move on to Iowa city, like good night. Yeah, give, give, them, like, give them a couple of easy reps first before we on. straight into a hostile territory. Because I mean that that's what that's what screwed us in the 2018 game. Yeah, kick it straight. <laughs> it's like no, serious though. If we're marching the ball so easily that we can't get a kick off because we don't ever get to fourth down, by the end of the third quarter, I think Campbell should just start kicking it whenever we get into it. Kick it, yeah, kick it on second Whatever down. striking distance we get to, it's like, yeah, that looks like about a 40-yarder. We're going to kick now on second down. Kick on second down and see if somebody can corner cough in it. <laughs> Please. Get a live game rep. And I know that I know that we're probably not going to do that, but, like, uh-huh. well, we now, need to get a live game rep. I'm sure they're avid listeners to the show. Maybe we just gave them an idea. Well, we'll know if they actually do that on Saturday. So I guess there's, I mean, there's a ton of young guys on here. There's a ton of freshmen on here. I guess, do you guys, Marchie or Kevin, do you have anything else to add other than like we're young? Okay. I I, I don't really, other than from, from the faces that have been coming in over the recent years, I have full confidence in younger underclassmen stepping up and doing their job um, with mm-hmm. this coaching staff. And so I'm just ready to finally see some snaps. And, and that's basically the beginning and the end of my opinion. Yeah. On this game. I, <laughs> yeah my, I mean, my take on the game is just, I just want to see um, if we're going to come out um, and, and, and truly dominate our opponent. I think we, if one thing we haven't done really uh, at Iowa State, it's we haven't started off the season fast offensively. Um, I think the defense has always kind of carried us for the first two to three games, and then kind of the offense kind of find their groove. Uh, it would be interesting to see if they can, you know, start this thing off on fire. Um, you know, with Hunter, you know, having a, a pretty good arm, uh, I'm, I'm looking to see if we if we pass the football early. What type of football team are we going to be? Are we going to be more pass? Are we going to be more run, more balance, a lot of balance? Um, just just intrigued to see how that goes because I think if the offense can start out fast, um, I think that'll be huge, especially for the defense. Uh, you know, and, and honestly, we we need to get since we got a lot of freshmen in the in the two deep. Uh, we need to get those freshmen some time to get in. Yeah. Uh, especially before maybe possibly them getting in against, you know, Iowa the next week on the road. I mean, that's, you know, Iowa, it doesn't matter what their record is, you know, they, that, that environment is always tough. So being able to get these guys some reps, I think is just as huge. I mean, our, our cube, our, starting QBs, a redshirt sophomore, but, you know, both of our backup QBs are freshmen. What do you guys uh, think so. uh, if, if, if this game's getting out of hand, like I hope it is early on, mm-hmm. 
do you think we turn our playbook focus more towards learning a little bit about our passing attack or do we give one all four of our running backs more reps i'm almost leaning towards hoping that we let the new quarterback air it out with his receivers instead but no i think hunter i think you try and get the backups in I mean, mm-hmm. we can't really afford – if we've got the game sealed, we can't really afford to have something happen and Hunter gets hurt. You know yeah, what I'm saying? So, I mean, you know, Hunter gets hurt this season is just – it's just tough for us to have freshman QBs come in and, you know, and to have, you know, success, you know, great success like we've had compared to, like, Brock and, and even Hunter uh, when, he's, when he stepped in. So – I can't just I with them both being freshmen, I need them to be making the mistakes while we're up big instead of them having to come in in crucial situations because um and, and it'd be in their quote unquote first game action um, in college. So no, I hear that. Maybe I, that's I, just I think, me more thinking as a fan that's gonna be in the stands how <laughs> how much more fun it would be watching us air it out rather than yeah. watching us grind that clock down. <laughs> I'll tell you this. I mean, uh, yeah. I, I think I think you air the ball. I mean, you don't air the ball out for up by a lot. That's that's kind of not our forte. But I think you do let them pass the football. I mean, I'm sure it'll be more of a bat. It'll be extremely balanced when they run the football. But there will be some plays where they may have them, you know, do RPO or play action or just something like that, right. or even draw back. But I think there will be pass. Um, and I think it's just depending on how big the lead is and the time that they get in. I mean, if we're up, let's say, quote, unquote, let's say we're up, you know, 30 points at half, you know, I think, you know, you give De- Deckers a series or two and then you put the freshman in. You know, if we score the first two drives in the second half, it's no use. He did his job. We got the W. Now we got to see what we have. You know, I mean, I'm not even thinking about – talking about the freshman I'm talking about Tyler Moore the tight end I'm talking about you know the offensive linemen you know uh getting those guys reps in the two deeps especially the defensive side get those D I mean those D tackles are already becoming defensive ends are already becoming in you know the freshman safeties the linebackers as well you know I I think I mean they're in the two they're in the two deep so Mm -hmm. it isn't like they're um you know, they won't play, you know. I just think if you're up big, you're able to rest your starters, especially going into a crucial week next week, and they get some playing time. I think that's more important than kind of just airing the football out and, and, and you know, having Hunter get comfortable and, and, and not padding his stats, but him getting comfortable. Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, again, we've got a lot of play. we got a lot of freshmen in our 2 deep. So we've got to, I mean, we got to get them some real game reps. And, you know, the only way we can do that is by taking care of business from the start. I mean, if we're in a dog fight, you know, like we have been, you know, last year, it's going to be really tough to try and put those young players in in this type of situation. So we really need to, to um, honestly, we need to hone in on trying to, you know, do our job, make sure the game's secured, get, the, get a huge lead, rest our starters and have limited injuries or whatever and you know try and go to this next week with those guys having been in the fire been in you know been in game action 
well, they're not going out there maybe possibly in Iowa City. And, you know, that's a, just a different environment, you know, being on the road, your first road game, big rivalry game, it's your first play in action. So just I think, I think that's the probably the biggest takeaway for me in this game is, yeah. can we put this team away early? And then can we get the young guys in? Yeah, I sure hope. I mean, I don't think this is like you and I. You and I, it, they were born and bred that they wanted to get a scholarship to one of those in-state schools, the either Iowa or Iowa State. It didn't happen for them. And then they had this ven- they just have this vendetta against the two big schools in the state, and they want to go beat them. And that's what they focus on training for all offseason. We know we have either Iowa or Iowa State next year. Let's go beat them. And that's what they train for. And you can look at their record. You can look that they, they lose a couple games every year. It's not like they're these, these ki- this killer team that co- like beats everybody every week and just, and can actually play Iowa state hard. They just play Iowa state hard because they, they train all off season for it. That's not what SEMO is. SEMO. I like if, if, SEMO is not good. Missouri has played SEMO. I think two of the past three years and each time has put over a 50 burger on them. One year SEMO didn't even score. And I, I agree with Marchie. What I want to see in this game is for us one to, to m- make this into a route with it by the second quarter. And then two, we need, 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 need to get these freshmen. And we have a fresh, true freshman um, at one of the safe, both of the safeties, excuse me. Um, one of the guys got here for summer camp. We have a, a true freshman for a backup and middle linebacker. We have a true freshman who's the backup nose guard. I mean, that's a position where you usually like to see two or three years under their belt until they really get going. And we need them to get in because I, I would hate to see Dominic Orange have to get in for his first time, for his first big snaps in the Cyhawk game because he's going to get obliterated by that offensive line. So we need to get these guys in early, and th- we need to just get them live game reps that will they, they, they'll know in the back of their mind that this, like, <laughs> the game's in hand. But we need them to play against competition that actually wants to put their face in the dirt. So, yeah. I, I'm really excited for Saturday. I think it's going to be a bloodbath. I don't know. What do you think, Kev? That's perfect for game one. It is. Just, yeah, let, let the fans focus on how good the party is, and then they can it, then they can all cheer and brag with each other about how we're going to go undefeated, at least until the next home game. And life is good. That's the way week one should be. Mm-hmm. you're the power five program you're paying this other team to take the l just go through go through the motions everybody have a good time i shouldn't be rolling my eyes walking out of the stadium like oh we did that shit again <laughs> we went i mean in 2019 i was like i was uh, almost like going you can have my season tickets back if we're gonna go to triple overtime and win be after win on a play after a fumble at the goal line only, only thing I'll say, only thing I'll say here is Jamie Pollard, if you're listening, <laughs> up in the donor lots, 
I would just love if you throw some Ethernet ports around so we can all stream, <laughs> we can stream these games for the parking lot because there's no damn cell phone signal when all of us are trying to get on our phones at the same time. So there's no way in hell I can use a hotspot to stream this game. Get me some internet, please. I'll probably pay for it, Poppy. <laughs> Dude, so I got to start buying like a satellite internet package just for the season. I'll tell you this, Kevin. He's not listening. And second of all, you're coming to the game, so it doesn't even matter. Well, no, it's the principle of thing. It's the principle of thing. You're trying to put on a good party. Anyway, so <laughs> I guess we'll we'll just do the the good stuff, the the quick hitters right now for everybody following along. They can keep score. What do you guys think the score of this game is going to be? I know it's going to be a lot to a little, but like, let's let's give a real score prediction. How about you, Marchie? I go, I go. Uh, I, I say we have a really good game. I think, think the guys have been through the fire. I don't think this team's as good as you and I. I think if we were playing you and no, I. It's not even close. It's a different type of game, but I think this is the type of game that we need with the new quarterback. Um, to get his confidence up, get get everybody's confidence up, especially with the freshmen. Um, not to say that, you know, we wouldn't have confidence versus you and I. I'm just saying with them being a tough team in our history and stuff like that, you're just a little bit more intense. But, you know, I, I don't really know too much about this team, so right. about, you know, uh, Missouri State or whatever. So um, I say that we win the ball game probably 45-17. Oh, man. Well, it doesn't matter who we're playing, Marchie, but they, their official name is Southeastern Missouri State. They're the Red Hawks. Right. And it doesn't even matter. I My score prediction is probably – I'm probably going to go uh, – we'll have a field going there. Probably 59-3. to three. And I know that's a big score, but I, I really – I, I hope that- you're right. I, I really think that this is going to be a route. They have one good player. He's a running back who's like 5'8", 225. He's just like a big meatball, bowling ball type dude. And he's not fast at all. He's not going to run away from our defenders. He's not going anywhere, even if he gets loose. It's going to be 59-3. to How about you, Kevin? I'm going to – I really want to keep this team out of the end zone. But I'm not going to do that. Okay. So, SEMO uh, will get seven points. It'll probably sure. be on their opening drive, and everybody's going to be pissing and moaning while our – No, everybody no. Out. That's how it goes. We go soft as hell in the beginning while we try to figure out what the hell they're trying to do. Not so, they come out, their opening's touchdown, bang. I'm cussing. Everybody else is like, what the <laughs> fuck? And then we go ahead and throw down – We'll come back rallying with 41 points, 41-7. There's two field goals there for you. Okay. Who's the player no of the way, game? There's no way in that in that late second half we're going to do anything than grind that clock down. Mm-hmm. If the ball gets snapped with more than 10 seconds on the clock. Oh, yeah, we're not going to throw it at all. We're not throwing <laughs> no. it at all. No, we're, we're road grading it the whole time. Who's your guys' player of the game real quick on the offense and defense that we can get out of here? I go with the uh, offense. I go with uh, Hunter Deckers. I think he's gonna, you know, basically be 
another coach on the field, then he's going to basically, you know, kind of be like the point guard of the offense, get the ball out quick, get the ball into our playmaker's hands, make sure that, you know, we're in the right spot or in the right protection. Um, and I think he, I think he's going to come out guns to blazing, ready to go. And uh, I think the offensive line um, is going to, you know, finally, they're going to start moving some people around and they're going to have success. I think our running backs are going to show people that, you know, or this running back by committee group is going to be pretty good. So uh, I would go with Hunter Deckers, though, just because I think he's going to, you know, he's going to have a really good day. Defensively, I'm going to go with um, Will McDonald. I mean, why wouldn't I, you know? He, you know, he's hungry. He's probably trying to break some records early this year so you can get that out the way. Um, I'm pretty sure Missouri, Southeast Missouri State's not going to let him or going to try not to try to stop him and probably double team him. Uh, yeah, good luck. Possibly free some other people up as well on that D line. So if we win our one on one matchups, especially in the passing game, we should be all right. Um, but I think a sneaky guy, if I just had to, you know, not be. Uh, so easily pick so easy. I think a sneaky guy that'll be the player of the game will be uh, Malik Verdon. Fresh. Oh, yeah. I'm hearing good things. I'm hearing good things about him. Uh, and, and I mean, being 6'4, 214, and being the boundary safety, you know, that's sounds pretty good. So I'm going to go with him out of left field uh, with Malik Verdon. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm pretty chalk here. I'm I'm gonna go Jirel Brock. I think we're just gonna pound the ball the whole time, and he'll probably score two or three touchdowns. We'll pass with Hunter Deckers, but I think we're gonna I think we're gonna run the ball a lot of the time, probably seventy five percent of the time. I I just think that we're just gonna be the the line is just gonna be pushing these guys back. So Jirel will have a big day. He's been having a really good camp. I think it's just going to keep continuing into the season, and hopefully, it gets him started on the right foot because it took Brees for for Brees the two years after he when he was starting at the beginning. It just took him forever because we started playing hard teams. Um, I I think that it will be Jirel, and then on defense, I gotta go with McDonald just because I think he'll have like two two or three sacks. And you got to award somebody who gets like two or three sacks, the player, the defensive player of the game. I do like the Malik uh, Verdon pick, but I will probably go also like maybe a sleeper guy. If it's not with McDonald as miles purchase, I think that he will have at least if, if not just an interception, he'll also, he might have a pick six. I think he's that. I mean, he did that in high school all the time. I, I that's something that I'm going to look for is how many picks do we get? And I think that somebody might take it to the house and I think it might be miles. How about you, Kevin? Well, I'm just going to go on my wish list. So I, I'm really hoping to see Dimitri Stanley stand out as a oh, hello here so that we're not leaning so hard on X and, and now Jalen too. Mm-hmm. So let's just say, let's just say that he just has a lights out game. I don't care if he's, Please, if, if he's the offensive player of the game or not, but I, I want to be comfortable with him as a third threat in the air. Um, yeah, running running backs. I don't know who which one of those guys will go. So yeah, let's just go with Dimitri Stanley, and then other guy I'm watching for on the defensive end. Again, not sure if he'll be the defensive player of the game, 
But I'm curious to see how Colby Reader performs filling the Mike Rose role. And as much as the defense, at least the linebacking core, leaned, seemed to lean on Mike, can uh-huh. Colby fill in some of that void? I'm sure the other guys, it's going to be replacement by committee to a degree. And uh-huh. those guys are no slouches themselves, Orion and Jerry. But how's this new guy from Rhode Island going to fit into the mix? Uh-huh. So here, here's me wishful thinking on both of those transfers. Yeah, he's like 25. <laughs> That's all right. You'll know how to put yeah. somebody. Oh, yeah. His brother just won a Super Bowl ring. His brother plays on the Rams. So that's a good pedigree. Let's hope that he can live up to it. If nothing else, he's probably getting decent Christmas gifts from his brother. (laughs) Yeah, no kidding. (laughs) Anyway. All right, guys. I think that's a good show. There's there's really nothing else to dissect here. Just go kick the shit out of them, please. Yeah, see you at the tailgate lots. Yeah, we'll see you. It's hot dog week. We'll see you guys. Come on. Come on, get a super dog or maybe i shouldn't have said that because now hey, everybody's been it, yeah, it, it, real quick uh friends of the program bort i did try out your nacho dog that thing was pretty damn good i might be making a, an appearance with that one do you want to do you want to talk about the uh the pork chop dog Ho- hoagie mentioned the idea of pork chops with hot cinnamon apples on top of it and maybe that would play nice on hot dogs uh sorry to say I, I almost ate the whole thing and I was forcing it by the end. <laughs> so, so yeah, hot dogs and applesauce. I, I wouldn't recommend it. Yeah. Maybe, maybe applesauce on the side. That's disgusting. <laughs> yeah, my wife's just that. Tell me I'm a damn idiot, but anyway. I had to try it out. But right. yes, the super dog recreation, that thing is making about an appearance. As good as I, yeah. Making an appearance and come, come, we'll have plenty because the old people that we're with, they'll just want the onions and ketchup. So the classic anyway. All right, guys. Good show. We'll talk to you guys later. Go Cyclones. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early. So everyone can go home on time. There's Granger offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.